Reavers, what the hell happened to the audio and video today? I don't know. Okay, here's the deal. Hello, Town Council and GLers. Okay, so yesterday we had Tommy B. He was sitting right there. And I forgot to mute a microphone, which is why the audio was as distorted as it was. So I apologize if you were offended. Now today, I muted the mic, and now we ain't got no audio. It's like Joe's running this damn thing. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. I did everything that it said in the email to do, and it still got foobard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, town council. I meant I thought I was doing the right thing. And the problem is, I can't see it. I can't tell if it's distorted until after the GD show is done. And Mr. Patience over there had to write today, so he was in a hurry to get out of here. So I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm holding it together. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Nobody died. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. But look at, look at, look at, right here. Download, audio, see all this. It's right there. But I go to click on it and nothing plays. Come on, play for me. Look at, listen, nothing. This is all the way up. I don't know what to do. I'm. Applications are now being accepted for podcast producer. No, no, actually, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1089, June 1st already, 2023. 92 degrees on this day in 1939. We could eclipse that today, maybe. We might get close. Warm right. and humid. 37 degrees on this day in 1946. Regardless of what the current temperature is, uh, and it's very warm, the swimming season is underway, and Aquaside is there to help you keep your beach and swimming area free of weeds and algae. They've been doing this for more than 60 years, keeping lake shores look great. With products made there right there in White Bear Lake, the products are easy to use. They work quickly. I've used them. You just fan them out, watch the magic happen. Aquaside is registered with the EPA and DNR, there's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond. Call Aquaside. Tell them what your problem is, what you're looking at. They'll identify your weeds and then make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. You'll recall we had Julia on the other day. She lives in Euphoria. Tuesday. In the heart of uh, Minneapolis, but much to our delight, uh, she is not only a GLer, but she's surrounded by GLers. Mm-hmm. So we're out there, and we have to keep pushing back. But I got an interesting note from Dave, who writes, not that Minneapolis is not going off the rails, because it certainly is. Still, it is important, at least for accuracy, to keep some historical perspective in mind. I was a Minneapolis police officer in 1989. As sort of a statistics guy, I recall that year there were approximately 5,000 cars stolen, 
cars were more easily stolen then. Not that I'm a blame the Kia or Hyundai guy, which probably makes the current rate even more troubling. Some fair number of those auto thefts were also carjackings, a term that had yet to make its way into our vernacular. In that era, we simply called a carjacking an auto theft and armed robbery. My point is that such crimes existed even then. Related to Julie's robbery experience, there were also about 2,500 robberies in the city that year. For clarity, robbery is the taking of personal property from another with the use of threatened force or weapon. It is not when someone breaks into your car or vacant house, etc. I don't remember the specific number, but there would have been at least several thousand burglaries. You can do the math, maybe. But as you can <laughs> see, there were plenty of robberies happening 35 years ago. I don't point out those numbers to suggest Minneapolis doesn't have its issues. It does. And I think they are getting worse. Still, the tendency is to think of the past as idyllic. And if that time existed, it well predated my familiarity with the city. I think that's a good point. Okay. Reasonable point. I wonder what, I mean, we're not going to do that because we're not allowed to do math, but I wonder what the percentage would be from 1989 to 2023 in terms of percentage of population or whatnot with crime. I would just be curious. I can't help you. I know you can. None of us can, to be perfectly An honest. emailer sent me a photograph from uh, Bob Fletcher's Live on Patrol. It's the photograph of an automobile with uh, two gas cans abandoned forlornly by the car. And uh, it notes when two auto thieves and a stolen car ran out of gas in the 900 block of Margaret Street today, dated yesterday, they went to get some gas cans. I, I'm going to add my own. Presumably they went and found some to steal. After struggling with the safety lock on the spout for some time, a neighbor called police. <laughs> Officers and deputies responded. After a short foot pursuit, the two 12-year-olds were arrested. What? Oh, my God. Now, now, Dave, Ugh. Dave, the copper who sent us his his context, I would bet that in 1989, uh, car thefts were not routinely being committed by 12-year-olds. I believe that would be a new phenomenon. Oh, for sure. After struggling with the safety lock on the spout for some time, a neighbor called police officers and excuse me, deputies responded. After a short foot pursuit, the two 12-year-olds were arrested. They told the officers we didn't know how to get the gas in. So thank wow. goodness for crime wow. prevention gas cans. <laughs> These are the gas crime cans. Crime prevention gas cans. These are the gas cans the federal government has ruined with the unintended consequence of a positive nature being that two 12-year-olds will never be able to figure out how to pour gas out of one of them. But if they, did th if they did that, how could they have gotten so far as to steal the car? Stealing a, stealing a car is nothing. Opening a gas can, you, you uh, got to damn near get a degree. Unfortunately, there's a lot of 50-year-olds that uh, also do not yeah, know the, how to... The government ruined gas no, cans. They're, yeah, they're government gas cans. They're government what, gas cans. Yeah. And these two 12-year-olds were flummoxed by them and finally abandoned the scene and took off when the copper showed up. There you there you. Just smart it. enough to know that. There you have it. That's, oh, um, that's sad. Well, uh, you could even extend it to how many of these young people 
get in accidents when they steal a car because they don't know how to drive. They and they don't know how to drive because there's no dad at home sending a, setting up two trash cans on the curb and teaching the kid how to park and then let's go underway here and stop at the red light. You might have even I just been able the- to stop with there's no dad at home. Right, but because there's no dad at home is one of the many uh, shortcomings these young people experience in their lives. They don't know how to drive. Right. But I think it's not even parking. It's They're at a high-speed chase, and they don't know how to let off the gas if you have to turn. They're still going gas. That's why they're going I, to a tree. Can I help you with something? Yeah. I was just setting a scene there that there's no dad to come out and set up the cones sure, and, and I, go through the process. You went through the We'll get to process. the speeding part. Okay. Okay, good. Because I that's, understand the That's my favorite part. part of it. Speedy, thank you. I'm holding you in contempt. For what reason, my I'm friend? I'm going to explain. Okay. We both were at the same high school graduation last night. Oh, were you sitting together? No. No. As per the norm, yep. the uh, whoever it was issuing instructions mm-hmm. said... That was uh, Amy Bellis, I believe. Please hold your applause until all graduates... Oh, yes. Have received their degree. Let's honor this house we're in. We're in the cathedral. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard a name, Mikulski, Mm -hmm. and I heard some noise. Yes. And I think that's Bush League. And I think staying true to what we said, (laughs) thank you, Jesus. Is that what you said? Yes. Was okay. Well, I didn't hear that. Oh, we said, thank you, Jesus. And it was not screaming. I told McLaren, we're just going to say... Thank you, Jesus, because we're the house to, of the Lord. Why did you have to say anything? Why did I you flaunt to my great Savior? Why, why, the rules were laid down. Why yeah, did the you break them? Were, the rules were laid down. In the house of the Lord. House now, of worship. Now, I will say. Rivals the great cathedrals of Europe. Yes. And you roll in there like a bunch of dirty old trailer park you know scumbag you like Americans. You a bunch of hasty. You, know you really did. I, I will say Wearing that. your rubber S boots and your overalls. <laughs> what about this? The wheat, the piece of wheat in my uh Yeah, you had a chewing on a piece of straw. Turnips in your yeah. pocket. Yeah. No, I will say, though, that some of them were over the top and were unnecessary. Anything would have been over the top I because think- the instruction was no noise. Well, wait, 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 wait. That's where I was going to go. I think I need to come to the fence of Rook here. Well, you're wrong. Brother. Hold on. No, let me, no, let, let me, wrong. Let me ask, Christ. what do you define as applause? I mean, Is clap. it clapping? Specifically? Any, any, any bit of uh, disturbance. No, well, that's mm. your definition. I didn't go to the pulpit and ask people to remain quiet until all graduates had received their diploma. I think they said... This is a cathedral, so remember to... You know, in your mind, Uh-oh. what you did... Loophole. <laughs> you you created loophole. a loophole. I told, I told That's exactly what I told McLaren. She said, really? I'm like, don't say it sarcastically. Just say, thank you, Jesus. That's, before I, that's our loophole. Did before, you mean, thank you, Jesus, the bill is done? I no. don't have to pay anymore? Right. <laughs> this is the second time that I was taken to task for this because my wife, who I did not include in this... Was not happy. I, w- I don't blame her. She, yeah, was, she right. was not happy. Right. Because I didn't, she, I didn't she, tell her we were doing it. She expressed decorum. Yeah, and I know that. That's why I didn't ask her. Did the who who was this? The the MC, the the speaker. Uh, well, she was the uh, presider. Did she, she? She? Yeah. Did she in fact use the word applause? Uh, I, I think. Remember. I think she yeah, said. I'd probably hold your applause. hold your applause until All right. the last. Applause. 
rookie is vindicated. Thank you. That's because you're also a no. Point of law. <laughs> no. He, he he broke the rules. He broke the law. Approval so much or praise he, is expressed by it was, clapping. It was premeditated, and he knew he was guilty beforehand because he didn't tell Michelle. Ooh, ooh, he knew if he told her, you knew she would shut whip. that crap she down. She would keep you that's in a, line. That's a heavy weight on the scale, Kenny. Right. That's a heavy weight on the scale. <laughs> now, I will, I I, uh, look, it, this is not uncommon. It happens at every graduation. Oh, all of them. This yeah. wasn't unique. You can anticipate it. I, I understand all that. And I will cut rookie a very modest amount of slack. Mm-hmm. That being that your disturbance was extraordinarily modest compared to most. I, uh, I Toes were curling with some of those because we didn't go, yeah, 48, 22, Yeah, there was, a lot, there was a lot of that. What's that mean? Oh, who I don't knows? Know. Their who address? Knows. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Oh, how was the temperature in the building? It was warm, Kenny. I had a suit coat on, and I had, I had pits of sweat. I had pits of sweat through my sport coat. And I did something I'd never normally do. Request an aisle seat? No. Ooh, no, shut the, down, the, right in the middle. The dad <laughs> of the graduate got the aisle seat for picture purposes. Got it. But uh, I drank out of any available water bottle. I don't care whose um, mouth was on it. Ooh, you know just what? give it to me. I was so, so bleeping parched. <laughs> I was so dumb. Same here. And you know what I did when we ran out? We had a cooler in the back. In the back of the church? <laughs> what is this, a picnic? <laughs> what do you think, you're at Como? I parked at the Chancery. Yeah, okay. which is cheating there. No, I checked with some of St. Paul's finest yeah. to say, who owns the chancery? Do you do anything legit? No. Is anything the rules about aren't your life? for you, the are they? The rules are not for you. The rules are not for me. You know what they're for you? To reinvent. To reinvent. You get to this. To find a loophole. No, you Here's Kenny. No. Here's the accurate way. You know what you do to the rules? You reimagine them. He yeah. repurposes them repurposes. for his own yeah. use. Yeah. Once I learned that the chancery was scooped up out of um, bankruptcy by Premier Banks, which is run by the Regan family, I said, they're not going to tow me. Yeah. And then I talked to the cop on site and said, uh, hey, tell your commander that uh, not to tow the Jeep over there. And he said, tell him to get me off midnights. So yeah. I took a photo with him and um, all was well. You're sort of a, anyway, a, a low-league, white-collar criminal, is what you are. Yeah. Okay. Fledgling. Yeah. Fledgling. Yeah. I'm not on Fletcher's uh, uh, live on patrol. Can you there's operate a, there, a gas tank? There's an institute somewhere in Ohio, probably doesn't have any fences, that houses criminals like you. Yeah. Well, to, to finish my very brief story um, of vindication, we did have a cooler, but it was there was Diet Coke and water in there. But was it in the car? Yeah. I had to go to the car, and I pulled out, and I drank a small cup of Diet Coke like yeah. you. And that's late at night. I can't drink With caffeine like that. No, I did not. I did not until I was at home. I forgot the flask. That was, uh, it was terribly. It's an impossible building to air condition. It's too massive. Yeah. You couldn't, and going in and out is where well, the doors are constantly Did you ever open. gaze at the ceiling? Yes. I've climbed it. I've come I'm, out on the very top. I'm jealous of, of that. I'm very jealous of that, and I would really like to do that. You were up where There's the... There's an old wood ladder between the walls, and you just keep keep pulling hand over hand until you get to the top. There's names up there from kids who inscribed their names in the 1920s. Wow. And then I came out, and I looked over the whole city. That is... 
I wouldn't do it today. I'd be too frightened. I might do it illegally. Um, I did it with illegally. your cooler. Yeah, with my cooler. Bring it up there. Hey! You brought a cooler. Light up a fatty on the, top of the cathedral. The academy has their uh, deal tonight, their graduation there tonight, so the cathedral is hopping. I've never taken the official tour there, though. I would love to do that. Well, the tour doesn't get you where I did. I know. You have to, you have to Why not? know someone. Why not use Roy Wilkins or one of the other newer auditoriums that are air-conditioned for these events? Well, I think there's some keeping with theology there, and sure, you know. Was there any fee, cost, or deed? What that uh, that got you up there? Oh yeah. Well, how much? You know, much like the uh, one thousand dollar poop. Uh, did you did you have to pay somebody to no. climb that no, ladder? No, I got a column out of it. I did a column. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. You know, uh, there's a uh, cost to do yeah, business you know, here. <laughs> there's a little protocol. I don't care. I got a turtle head. When you're up this high, you. Uh, Sun deck. <laughs> oh Lord! But I would like to take that tour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. all is well. Okay. You're wonderful. So <laughs> very smart grandchild. How many? How many different graduated. protocols did you break at your son's graduation? Let's see. No, I, I no. didn't drink in the church. No, but you cheered. Okay, that's strike one. Okay. You, you brought the cooler, rode up in the 2002. No, you could have the cooler in the car. Well, oh, there might have been some. Okay. There might have been a couple adult beverages. He in parked there. illegally. Parked illegally. Um. Oh, oh no, Gabe can smoke. He's 18, right? He had a cigar after. Many of the kids did, including the gals. I will say I was very honored uh, that they respected the fact that they said, please do not smoke on the cathedral steps. Oh, you they can all go across, across the street. The street. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, how many Democratic Socialists? We think there are five on the city council and a couple running. Is that accurate, Kenny? Yeah, that's about right. And today in the Star Tribune, you got a real, real strong template for the future of Minneapolis because the Democratic Socialists no si- uh, showed no sign of losing their influence and their ability to get elected. And so today you had opposing viewpoints in the Star Tribune. Point, counterpoint. One was our vision places human needs before profits. And this is uh, written by Ariana Feldman and Kip Hedges. They are, uh, what are they? They are the co-chairs of the Twin Cities Democratic Socialists of America. And they laid out their vision on one half the page. And Steve Kramer, who is the uh, president and CEO of the Minneapolis Downtown Council, he laid out his thoughts in the opposing uh, viewpoint, I obviously, as a GLer, I favored most of Kramer's remarks as opposed to favoring most of Feldman and Hedge's remarks. Okay. Now, I did do something, but I forgot to do one thing. Rookie, look up Ariana, A-R-I-A-N-N-A, Feldman, F-E-L-D-M-A-N, and Kip Hedges, just the way it sounds. Uh, I, I'd like to know about them, uh, who they are, and they're the co-chairs of the Twin City Socialists. But what I and they gave, they gave what has turned out to be a very, very shallow glimpse of the platform 
of the Democratic Socialists of America. For example, they say, our vision for Minneapolis puts human needs before profits and is grounded in people's everyday realities. And they included one, two, three, they, five bullet points of what could only be uh, construed as the platform of this group. Uh, number one, housing for all, uh, rent control. Uh, number two, sidewalk plowing. Uh, that doesn't make their national platform, but maybe that's a snow belt quirk. Sidewalk plowing, mobility and accessibility should not be a seasonal privilege in Minneapolis. So even the even in the even the act of walking on a sidewalk through the eyes of a democratic socialist constructs a privilege. And by constructing it as a privilege, it only stands to reason that they also believe people are forbidden from it. They're denied that privilege. So therefore, they want the state to take over sidewalk shoveling. Number three, Green New Deal. And they talk about the reef, the roof depot. Uh, number four, public safety that keeps us safe. In the three years since the murder of George Floyd, nothing has changed at the Minneapolis Police Department to prevent continued murders by MPD. That's just an outright lie. Yeah. That's just a lie. There's no truth there. She's on LinkedIn. Uh, I don't have a wiki page. Motivated organizer, skilled in project management, administrative work, and nonprofit organizations. Ariana Feldman, yeah. McAllister College, about. Okay, well, this is older. I'm a college student graduating in May 2016 with a major in American Studies and a minor in English. Okay, she's a young woman. I'm looking for a job in labor organizing or community organizing. All right. I have experience organizing with the United States against sweatshops, our Walmart, and SEIU. I am deeply passionate about worker justice and struggles of the low-wage workers. Um, and I'd like my training in uh, research with my experience in labor organizing makes me an ideal candidate to work as an organizer with a union or worker center. All right. Uh, what about Kip Feldman? I'm going to look on that right I'm now. I'm sorry. I Kip, can't Kip find edges. Yeah, I can't find anything on him other than when he was running to be a co-chair, uh, I found a little bit. All right. Well, her experience list is listed as regional organizer 2015 to uh January 2016, coordinating committee organizer uh, 2013 to February 2023, that's 10 years, United Students Against Sweatshops for 10 years, and McAllister College application reader from October 22 to present. Okay, she has the credentials to be a co-chair of a Democratic Socialist Party. She sounds like she fits the the agenda. Uh, Public safety, again, is one of their issues, and they lie. They are lying. Uh, They say nothing has changed. Well, much has changed uh, to prevent continued murders. That has not taken place. They're lying. And then uh, their final bullet point is support unions and worker organizing. For Minneapolis educators, for the schools our children deserve, to Starbucks baristas demanding living wages and stable work schedules, strong unions make Minneapolis better for anyone. Okay. Now, they offered five. I went to the site, uh, the national site of the Democratic Socialists of America. Before before you you jump in, can I... uh, This is a Star Tribune article from uh, 2015. Former baggage handler sues Delta saying pay union advocacy cost him his job. 
uh, Christopher Kip Hedges' lawsuit asserts Delta violated provisions of federal law prohibiting him uh, company interference in union activities. All right. Uh, he was fired from his job of 26 years for union organizing and public comments about low pay for Delta's ground workers. So right. he filed a suit in U.S. District Court in 2015. Okay. But I don't have a wiki page on him. Well, I'm going to let you into their, uh, we'll discuss their national platform when we come back. I want to tell you that, uh, oh man, the riding weather is here for Yamaha, Bintelli, and Scoot Star electric bikes, the scooters that turn every urban errand into adventure, youth ATVs and dirt bikes, the new 2023 Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles in stock i'm speaking of course about eco fun motorsports in forest lake and burnsville in forest lake it's immediately west of interstate 35 you can't miss it brand new building it opened last summer with a giant parking lot here's why that's important there is no need to leave there without test driving whatever you want to buy and if it's an electric bike you'll leave there with the right fit and the right equipment uh they also have uh the Vanderall roadsters and golf carts and equipment, apparel, helmets, great service department. These are really great people. Uh, and I, they've got some of the funnest toys you can ever imagine. That's how you got to treat those uh, scooters, for example. They're toys. You run your urban errands on them, but you're not going out on the freeway. You're going to devise your own make of moves with them. They're really fun. They get 75 to 100 miles to the gallon. The electric bikes are fantastic, catching on like gangbusters all over the country. And in Minnesota, now there's a rebate Let's go. on them. Talk to Tim Bloom about that or Kaylin. She's Tim's daughter, the electric bike expert at EcoFunMotorsports.com. EcoFun Motorsports in Burnsville and Forest Lake. When I get all worked up about Josh, I like to hit the stinger on the mayor before he's done with his ad. But that's why trust is such a big deal these days, because you got to trust people, Joe. Like Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I love Josh. Volatile times call for the best, so don't delay. Get on the horn with Josh right now for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Yes, it's absolutely free. Call him today, 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get the man himself. And later on here in the Garage Logic podcast, you're going to get the direct report from Josh Arnold. Because of the ups and the downs of the investment world, Josh is a name that you can trust. So call him today, 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Smash bugs on the windshield. Isn't that's a that's a Lucinda Williams song, isn't it? It's some country song. Yeah, it might be. Uh, thankfully, Seafoam has us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. Uh, Bugs Be Gone it easily solves the frustration of scrubbing and scraping those bugs off your windshield and front bumper. You spray it on, it breaks the sticky bond, 
and you wash it away with water. It's that easy. And yes, Bugs Be Gone is safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic in a water-based formula. Leaves no film, no haze when it dries. Just a clear windshield with nary a bug in sight. What I like to do is when I roll up to the car wash, I've got one of those passes. So I, I roll through the gate. I quick get out. Go. That's the sound of the squirt bottle. Love that. Very accurate. I hit everything. And within the 30 seconds it takes to go from there up to the guys that pre-spray your vehicle. Right. That's all That's it takes. That's the car wash foreplay. He <laughs> they Royce, he called it. They spray. <laughs> they hit the front end with their hose and the bugs are gone it's that gone. quick. Yeah. Just right away. Bugs Be Gone is the best. You can use it on any stubborn organic crud. A lot of people, you try it on the car and then they find all sorts of other uses. Campers, motorcycles, boat surfaces, anything organic. Just spray it on, wash it off. And the bugs be gone. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from the fine folks at Seafoam. The editorial in the Star Tribune written by the co-chairs of the Democratic Socialists of Minnesota is, is uh, essentially disingenuous. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't tell you the half of it. And, and Minneapolis residents, if you're, you're curious, you should, you should look up the Democratic Socialists of America political platform. And it's, hell, I got it's 25 pages. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but I'm going to go through some of it. But I think it's important to start with the preamble to find out what they really are up to, what, okay. what they're really about. The Democratic Socialists of America are fighting to win a world organized and governed by and for the vast majority, the working class. Uh, this doesn't work. This goes back to Marx, who was a failed newspaper reporter. It doesn't work, but what we get a clue to right there is this is a world effort. The world doesn't play nice with each other. Whether you're being paid a fair wage or not, that's why countries are always constantly at war. And fundamental to their belief is their, is their contempt for capitalism. The second paragraph of the preamble, and I can assure you, uh, I'm taking nothing out of context here. Okay. The second paragraph of the preamble says, Our fight to end capitalist exploitation is inexorably tied to our fight to end oppression. A democratic hmm. socialist society must end all systemic domination, whether it's based on race, religion, ethnic origin, sexual orientation, disability, or gender. The historian, okay, that's, that's fair enough. But that has nothing to do with ending capitalism, except they believe it does. The historical development of U.S. capitalism was heavily reliant on the theft of people's lives and land through the enslavement of black people and genocide of indigenous people. Our legal, economic, and social institutions continue to perpetuate racialized oppression. We will never be able to unify a multiracial working class without confronting structural racism. And uh, they go on. To, uh, that's the preamble. Uh, they talk about working people. Uh, I would, in, in fact, rookie, uh, go ahead and invite Ariana Feldman on the show. Okay. Uh, I would like a definition of working people. Oh. I believe, and I don't think I'm being facetious, I believe that they're uh, in, the, in the deepest halls of the DSA headquarters, 
there must be a definition of working people. In terms it, of hours, money? No, I think it, they have an income level in mind mm. above which you don't work. What do you mean? I don't, I don't understand what you mean. Well, they say they are fighting for working people and working people should run the world. Unions okay. and what have you. Okay. Well, what is a working person oh. is my question. Yeah, I, no, think, I think there's an income level above which they don't consider you a working person. You're just probably a wealthy individual. You're just, that, uh, yeah. you're just some fate of an acorn, uh, a unicorn wish. Well, didn't... Uh didn't Walls and all of his henchmen say the same thing? Yeah, they. If they, you made over one fifty as a household, you don't qualify for our, my Walls check. Well, that that begins to get at it, but I don't know what the number is for the DSA. I don't know what their income level is, but that's how I'm imagining they define working people. Above a certain income, you don't work. And do non-union workers count? They probably don't work. Right. So th- that would need to be clarified, and the uh, the platform is deepening and strengthening democracy because they believe it wasn't made to serve the working class. All right. They want to... Uh, the fight for socialism is a fight for true, dr- true democracy. They want a new political order and a second constitutional convention. What have I told you? They have found the founding of the country to be flawed. In other words, this is the Mysterian platform. Mm -hmm. It's the Mysterian platform. So they want a new constitutional convention to write the founding documents of a new socialist democracy. They don't believe in the one we currently have. (laughs) They want money out of politics. They want limiting the power of the judiciary they want transition to a parliamentary system. Uh, mm, which, that's and, pretty big. That's pretty big. End of the single member districts with first past the first past the post winners. I don't know. Democratic self governance. They want statehood for D.C. Guarantee the right to vote. I thought we already had that. They want the abol- abolition of the carceral state. What's that mean? They want no prisons. Oh, they want no one in jail. Oh, how how does that work? If, if we are committed to the horizon of abolition and the path leading us there, our demands defund the police, reject any expansion to police budgets or scope of enforcement, while cutting budgets annually towards zero, fire officers with excessive force complaints. I'll go along with that. Okay, though, but wait, if there's no Nobody to enforce the law. What's the point of the law? That means we can murder anybody we want, right? They should know their names are probably at the top of the list. Eliminate funding for police public relations, suspend paid leave for cops, and investment of police training. Remove police from all hospitals and care facilities and prohibit law enforcement access to private patient information. Repeal law officers' bill of rights. And qualified immunity, and all contracts with social services, decertify police unions, make police police union contract negotiations public, expel police unions, uh, and criminalization of working class survival, and all misdemeanor offenses, including 80% of total court dockets, reduce jail churn 
by reducing arrests and cut funding to prosecutors. What does and churn mean? Churn the turnover. Okay. And all fines and fees associated with the criminal legal process. No tickets, cash bail, court costs, parole, probation fees, all gone. Abolish all asset and forfeiture programs and mandatory arrest and failure to protect laws that lead to criminalization of survivors. Freedom for all incarcerated people. Free all people from involuntary confinement. This is so absolutely outrageously ridiculous that I feel like we're wasting our time talking about this. Yet, how many of them are already in the city council of Minneapolis? Five. The fact that we have to talk about this and bring up these absolutely asinine, ludicrous points Mm -hmm. in a serious manner is ridiculous. We shouldn't have to be wasting our time with this. Everybody who hears this BS should immediately go, B isn't BS, isn't S. No. You know, it's happening right in front of you. But these people are getting elected. And and the terms you're going to hear in this uh, manifesto or platform, uh, you're hearing around town. For example, another point, demilitarize the police and end colonial policing of our cities and neighborhoods. The Mysterians really, really love that word colonial. They do. Hmm. Uh, and what does demilitarizing the police force mean? Means to, disarm law enforcement officers, including the police and private seems security. Seems like a super good idea. So, and replace them with what? Nothing? Uh, there's no. There's nothing to replace here. So that means wild, that's frontier justice then. And all police surveillance, cease all fundings for contracting, procurement, and in-house development of technologies, including CCTV, biometric capture, and databases. Uh, You can't look for anything. And all data and resource sharing. Cease police militarization programs and end federal grants that entangle municipal police entities with the Department of Homeland Security. Prohibit training exchanges between U.S. law enforcement and global military and policing entities. All right. Uh, freedom of working class self-organization and democratic political action. I can't read this whole thing. It's very long. Invest in community self-governance and care. Oh. That is going to work really great in okay. the uh, inner city, right? Well, that's working right. well at 38th and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Institute neighborhood councils as representative bodies within municipal decision-making, multilingual resources for immigrant and asylum-seeking communities, and community-based public safety approaches. Uh, then you should have a community-based food bank and community-based food distribution. So apparently it should not be up to you to go to the supermarket. And you stand in line and get your government potatoes. And your cheese. You should have free point-of-service care, wellness resources, trauma centers, non-coercive drug and alcohol treatment program, peer support, training for health care. Invest in teachers and counselors. Invest in youth programs. All right. The abolition of white supremacy. Okay, and this goes on for pages. How, how do you intend to do that? You know, we want reparations legislation. Uh, we want increased funding for to minority-serving institutions. Uh, we want decarceration and eventual abolition of the carceral state, which disproportionately targets and impacts black, Latino, indigenous, and other people of color. Uh, We want to establish community-based response systems, expand disability payments, extend and expand sanctuary protections, pass legislation that will work to end racial discrimination 
in the housing market. I think we should implement and fully fund programs for desegregation, increase access to education for immigrants, broaden language justice. You have to make translators mm-hmm. more available. Mm. And the legacy of colonial violence against indigenous people and environmental racism and ensure clean air, water, and soil for all. Uh, they want a powerful labor movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want full employment through a federal jobs guarantee. So, that, in other words, you'd work for the government. Work, working oh. for the man. Mm-hmm. What about uh, family leave? What do you get? We'll get there. Oh, okay. A just transition for fossil fuel workers. Uh, they're, they're presuming they would be put out of business, so we have to find a job for them. A four-day, 32-hour work week. With no reduction in wages or benefits. What's the work week? So far, I've only touched the, uh, they want four days, 32 hours. <laughs> so far, I've only touched on the uh, the manifesto, and I don't know who it is that would want to conduct a business under these circumstances. In other words, what would be the, what who, would be the reason? Who is it that's going to conduct a business with a four-day, 32-hour work week with no reduction in wages or benefits? How how is that person supposed to live? What's your incentive to get ahead? Who wants to live in a country where there's no law and order? There's no police. There's no criminal. There's no prisons. So we just go around shooting people willy-nilly and letting the bodies lay in the street. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. A dignified life for all, from birth through old age, so everything would be free. Public child care, education, disability insurance, unemployment insurance, and pensions. The legal right to a union for all. <laughs> Good God. You know where these folks should go, Joe? Right right over to North Korea, where this has uh, proven to be very, very successful. They want economic justice. They want social ownership and democratic control of utilities and key industries, economic including justice. water, gas, electric, telecommunications, media, and Internet service providers and other critical sectors of the economy. Through direct government support, public banks and pension funds at every level of government. Uh, I, you know, they want the newspaper to be owned by the government. So They want well, state media. When people subscribe is. to this type of theology, when they, when they roll up and they see the homeless encampment and people shooting up in broad daylight on the street, they just merely think that, well, that person's just had a bad, uh, had a bad day has had the the short end of the stick. Well, they address that. They want free and they just need it. They, they just, want free treatment. They want housing for all. There there would be no more camps if they got their way. Sure. Sure. Uh ensure public control of communication technology and expand technology infrastructure. Redistribute resources for the worst polluters. They want health justice. Okay, we all do. Uh they want public ownership of the healthcare system. <laughs> Well, they want Medicare for all. They want increased federal funding for community health centers. They want free medical school, nursing school, and other training for health care workers. They want guaranteed home health care for all who need it. They want an Office of Health Equity that produces annual reports on racial health disparities and an action plan to address them. They want to eliminate the undue political influence of the healthcare industry. Joe, you got to stop. I know. Did they just you sit around stop. the campfire and start thinking this stuff up? They're we, yeah, asking we for the world. This is the most ass. This is so stupid. This is so asinine. And it's coming. It's happening, Kenny. It's coming. It's happening right in front of you. I hear the train coming. 
Oh, God, I can't take this. And it goes back to the preamble. The founding of the country was flawed. The founding of the country was flawed. And Hans makes a great point. If they want to destroy capitalism, who in the hell is going to pay for all of this? It's never Uh, worked anywhere. And the moron voters of South Minneapolis and Seattle and Portland, they just love this, don't they? Well, let's get to the housing for all, because you were wondering, uh, where were the homeless go? Is Mm -hmm. that you, Rook? Uh, I was not, but I do wonder that, yes. The housing market, along with the workplace, is one of the key places where the working class experiences direct exploitation by the capitalist class. Home ownership has been a key way has been the key way working class people have been able to build a modicum of wealth in this country, but skyrocketing property values and the decline of real earnings have put that dream out of reach for many. At the same time, residential segregation and redlining are the major driving force. Well, redlining doesn't exist anymore. In perpetuating racial inequality in cities across the country, rental prices have been driven higher and higher and homelessness has skyrocketed. So what do we get? We want public housing for all. <laughs> we want to cease so, the wait, sale. Now, does that mean all mortgages go away? Or No, no. It means ghetto. Um, it means poverty. It means the projects. It, it, means, means, it means cease the sale of public housing assets to private interests, fully fund existing public housing, including maintenance and repairs, create and fund a social housing acquisition fund that can intervene and acquire distressed assets and convert mm. them to social housing mm. using community land trust, tenant opportunity to purchase mutual housing associations, uh, recover from the COVID-19 economic crisis by canceling rent. Mm. Any rent debt should be canceled. This means elevators that don't work, furnaces that never work, air conditioners are non-existent, uh, windows never get replaced, lawns never get mowed, parking lots don't get fixed. Because why? There's no incentive for the elevator service guy to go to work. There's no money to fix it. There's How do you pay for these repairs when there's no money coming in? End homelessness in the U.S. by implementing Housing First Relief Programs. Ensure universal housing voucher acceptance to prevent discrimination based on income source. Create and fund a social housing acquisition fund that can intervene and acquire distressed assets, turn them into houses. Uh, They want international solidarity and anti-imperialism and anti-militarism. The DSA operates in the heart of a globalist capitalist empire that has wrought untold suffering on billions of people. Uh, I would say that the United States has done more than any nation in the history of the world to lift the lives up of people. I think that that's more than fair. Mm-hmm. Solidarity with comrades. That's the word they use. Comrades? Solidarity with comrades yes, around comrade. the globe is essential to begin undoing the bloody effects of endless wars, austerity, colonial exploitation, environmental destruction, stolen land, and other atrocities that make up the legacy of the U.S. Well, like Garofalo said... What are the, the Chinese government's not going to give it up? They can't walk hand in hand with the commies. And they're like-minded people. Uh, stand in solidarity with the Palestinians. Huh? I'm sure my Jewish friends will love that. Yeah. Support the Korean peace and reconciliation process. Uh, 
which is supported, they say, by the majority of South Koreans and is the product of the struggle of Korean left and popular movements. <laughs> support, You're so dumb. Support the normalization of relations with Cuba, Iran, Venezuela, and other countries targeted for resisting U.S. imperialism. Do you, uh, do you DSA people know that there are still neighborhoods in Caracas where the wealthy uh, still have their swimming pools and BMWs and the restaurants function, but the rest of the country is in tatters? Do people understand that? And do you approve of that? They turn their heads. Uh, and U.S. government rep repression of whistleblowers and others who expose war crimes. Okay. Immediately withdraw from NATO. Oh. Well, you got it. Okay. <laughs> Demilitarize the border and end all immigrant detention in the U.S. Just What's funny... Here. What's funny is these immigrants, why do they want to get, illegal or not, why do they want to come to the United States? Because it's... Well, they no, won't want to in no, a while. No, but they do now because sure. it's a, a fantastic country. If they enact all of these things, they won't need any border walls because nobody's going to want to come here. Listen to this one. End the global war on terror, including repealing the authorization for use of military force, closing the Guantanamo Bay prison camp, withdrawing U.S. troops from the Middle East and Africa, and ending extrajudicial executions, airstrikes, torture, and detention. See, yeah. communist countries wouldn't even agree to this. Even North Korea would say you're insane. Stop using economic and financial sanctions to punish countries such as Cuba, Venezuela, and Iran that dare to act independently of the United States. Well, they're acting independently of the United States, and they're miserably failed. But the United States is losing its, its, its identity. The, the United States is losing its identity as a power as a beacon, well, as you're going, and they down. want it to lose its power. As you're going through that list, I'm thinking of all the ways that the city that we work in has deteriorated to, down this path. Abolish USAID, NED, Voice of America, and other governmental agencies that cynically disguise capitalist control as aid. Uh, this goes on forever and ever. Uh, Work with colonized people for the forgiveness of debt. Uh, reject the Monroe Doctrine. Support Ireland. Stop seeking to dominate the world. Hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Is there a list anywhere on their website where you went to of people that they have in office right now? I'm sure that could be found. I didn't look for it. You have among them Bernie Sanders who is the leading Democratic Socialist of America figurehead and one of the reasons these people have gained purchase in various cities. They have the cachet of a U.S. senator behind them. He's a millionaire now, isn't he? Multi. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So he doesn't fit there. That's okay. Well, case in point was, didn't he sell his uh, How to Break Capitalism book on Amazon? Probably. Yeah. I have a new garage door guy. It's a precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Met a couple of weeks ago. We had a nice chat. They're the real deal. They've already worked for some people I know, and they've done a wonderful job. And uh, you don't want to fool around with your garage door. They're too heavy. Those springs are too wild. Let them do it. They're professionals. They can save you a, a lot of inconvenience, not to mention a bad accident. Those doors can break. My guys can be reached 24-7. Seven days a week, and unlike other spots, 
They don't charge you more for a weekend visit. Uh-huh. They'll also put, give you a new door if you need one. When it's time to get a new garage door, Precision Garage Door will help you up your curb appeal quotient. And hurry up and, you know, if you're going to sell a house, you better hurry up before that will be illegal. And then you can replace your uh, new door with a guarantee and a warranty that is backed up with their promise to never be happy until you are. Precision Garage Door serves the metro and western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GLR-owned business. It's Precision Garage Doors. They fix the garage doors correctly. Get help online immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com. Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. I forgot to tell you guys that we stopped at the uh, oh, National no. Eagle Center down in uh, uh, Wabashaw. I'll, I'll excuse that. Yeah, it was it was really neat. Yeah. I was the hit of the lobby when I grabbed an eagle puppet and stood up and started singing on eagle's wings. <laughs> I had the entire... Jeez. God, what an embarrassment. So I'm going to post that on Twitter. I hope you'll give it a watch. And, yeah, and here's what... Raise you up on eagle's wings. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to tag every single TV and radio host yes. in the market because you are so God-blessed needy. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access. Invite to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. KNL Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region. KNL carries 10 different brands of ammunition, including Aguila, Armscore, Federal, Remington, CCI, Magtech, Sellier and Beloy, Norma, PPU, and Hornady. KNL also carries many different brands of firearms like Ruger, Smith & Wesson, Canik, Glock, Springfield Armory, Rock Island, Rattay, SKB Shotguns, Hawa, Tika, Henry, and CZ. KLGunstore.com It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. You better call first, just to confirm, but I believe Tri-State uh, Bobcat, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville... I believe they still have these two uh, Toro Time Cutter zero-turn mowers on sale. But again, call Tri-State before you run over there. We're talking the 54-inch Time Cutter. My ride suspension, $48.99. Toro comes out with a $200 rebate. Then Tri-State Bobcat matches that. And your final uh, price there, $42.99. That's the, that's the good one. If you want a 50-inch Time Cutter, $38.99. $100 instant rebate. Final price, $37.99. But that, in price, uh, includes a Tri-State Bobcat special five-year warranty and a Toro Total Care warranty extension of $460 value. That Toro Total Care extension, uh, that allows for coverage of pickup and delivery when it's time to have it serviced uh, within 25 miles of the place. It's pretty cool. And then a 30% reimbursement on covered maintenance items. So to sum it up, you're getting a dang good mower at a dang good price with a whole bunch of warranty incentives thrown on top of it. Tri-State Bobcat, they've got us covered in the metro. Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson. Tri-State has Oatana covered, Mankeys, power equipment. And look for Tri-State Bobcat opening soon on Highway 8 in St. Croix Falls. They're on the web, tristatebobcat.com. I'm reading from the Democratic Socialists of America platform, which is coming to all of the... Uh, Cities closest to the country's tallest buildings, all of the land closest to the country's tallest buildings. I'll, I, I can't do the whole thing. It's really long. Uh, the Green New Deal, 
they uh, that's three pages of single spaced typing. And again, uh, the, the preamble to the Green New Deal uh, begins with another contempt of capitalism, which is which has created the crisis for humanity uh, through the uh, exploitation and destruction of our planet. Wow! All right, but mining for an electric battery will not—that's different. That's right. different. We can overlook that. Okay. And so, uh, what does it say? Uh, our our demands. Uh, Decarbonize the economy within a decade. Uh, no greenhouse gas emissions at the source as fast as technically possible. Uh, scale up processes that safely and naturally draw down and remove excess carbon from the atmosphere, not as market-based offsets for ongoing emissions, to be, but to begin restoring a safe climate for all. Democratize control over energy systems and resources. In other words, no more wildcatters out there drilling for oil. Uh, in fact, there'd be no oil. Nationalize fossil fuel producers to phase them out as quickly as necessary. No new fossil fuel project can be authorized or built. Socialize fossil independent, fossil depe- socialize fossil dependent interest industries so they can be scaled back or transformed to fossil-free processes. In other words, socialize standard oil so they can begin to understand the way we want them to, Got to it. behave. Mm-hmm. Establish public ownership of energy utilities in the electric grid. 100% shift to renewable energy as soon as possible. Solar, wind, geothermal. Safe fossil-free power plants. Safe, fossil-free power plants on the grid should not be phased out unless they are replaced by renewable energy. Hmm. How, how do we make electricity, Joe? Uh, you rub two sticks together. <laughs> I don't know. Socialize agriculture. <laughs> that ought to work. Guarantee a job with union wages and benefits to anyone who wants one. By creating millions of public sector jobs and funding massive direct investments to decarbonizing infrastructure, ecosystem restoration, climate adaptation, and low-carbon care sectors focusing first on finding dignified work with matching salaries for workers in fossil fuel industries. And don't worry if you're bad at your job. You're in a union. You're going to keep that job forever. If you're even working. If you're even going to work. Decommitify survival so no one's life depends on their ability to work or to pay. Hmm. Are they wink, wink, nudge, nudge, no. sign them? Are they no. having a laugh? It seems like that, doesn't it? <laughs> they're having a laugh. Yeah, it this really is just seems outrageous. like it. This right. is like a kid asking a kid, what do you want for Christmas? Right. I want everything. Water, That's why I said this is so absurd that we're even talking about this. Water, energy, transit, food, and other necessities for all free of charge. Well, yeah, but it'll never work. I mean, come on. I want a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. Right. Yeah. Like You'll get the nothing in like it. <laughs> right. They're spalding. <laughs> exactly yeah, they're what spalding. they are. Yeah. Reinvent communities to serve people not the and the planet, not profit. Mm. All right. Uh, work within cities, towns, and rural communities to provide better and more sustainable lives through improved land use, sprawl repair, 
and support for household and neighborhood downshifting. What? That's utter bull nonsense. Nonsense. Yep. It's just, it's, it means nothing. Somebody's phone's ringing. It's, it's me. It, I think it's you. It's Mr. me, Mayor. but I, I have it on silent, you so I'm it. not going to worry about it. Thank you for telling us. Fun cleanup. Okay. <laughs> Facilitate the creation of. Neighborhood councils as hubs of distribution, education, mm. participatory, participatory planning, and democratic decision-making. Tattletale centers. Mm-hmm. Expand public conservation and restoration of forests, grasslands, wetlands, and wildlife preserves to restore biodiversity. Enable natural carbon capture and preserve public lands for future generations. Uh, okay. Uh, expand environmental regulations, uh, demilitarize, decolonize, and strive for the future of international solidarity and cooperation toward global climate justice. Welcome those displaced by climate crises and an, inter- and an extra active global economy and end the system of exploitation of oppression and oppression of migrants, refugees, and asylum seekers. Uh, I'm not taking anything out of context. I'm just not reading you every demand. They're all outrageous. Redistribute the resources. Take that from the worst polluters and redistribute their resources. Impose just and progressive taxes on the rich, on big corporations, and on dirty industry. Well, the rich and the uh, and big corporations, they pay taxes. Bezos might not. I don't know how he does his deal. Divert funds away from our government's bloated, militarized budget. <laughs> it's not bloated. Oh. Are you? Send that money to China. <laughs> or wait, aren't we already sending it to the Ukraine? <laughs> uh, uh, then they, wow. they, they spin off uh, climate into uh, health justice. And that all, all should be free and everyone should be as healthy as everyone else. That's really not the way it works, but I guess it is. If or uh, as unhealthy as everyone else. Yeah. Um, read it for yourself, GL. I, so, I, I hate to be this guy. Sorry, Ken. Governor Walls earlier today, Joe and, and class, tweeted out his one Minnesota budget. And the climate initiative. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at this while you were going through this list. We got to stop pretending like this is some far fetched dream. It's, it's happening. It's people. happening it's here. Happening. Listen yeah. to this one Minnesota budget, one billion for housing, paid family and medical leave, historic gun violence prevention measures. This is from his Twitter account. Largest ever investment in public education. Protected reproductive rights and gender-affirming care, provided breakfast and lunch to all students, laid the groundwork for 100% clean energy by 2040, provided up to 1300 in checks to Minnesota families, banned PFAS and provided funding to remove and replace lead pipes across the state, established a child tax credit to cut child poverty in Minnesota by one-third, protected voting rights and increased voting accessibility, legalized adult-use cannabis, and... Largest ever investment in public safety and law enforcement. Okay, and if you're a Democratic Socialist of America, you would find him falling dramatically short of their demands. 100%. Mm -hmm. Dramatically short of their demands. That's Class D baseball, and they want the major leagues. 
of ruination completely because all you have to do is go back to their preamble. It's capitalism they hold in contempt. It's capitalism that has ruined everything. It's capitalism that's unfair. Uh, they don't have it, so therefore you shouldn't. Uh, they're not willing to work because they believe that work is oppressive. And so it's capitalism. And the minute they can tear down capitalism, they can, they, they think they can bring about these uh, reorganizations, but they'll end up proving to be ruinous and they won't work. They, um, they at least know they really don't have a shot at this point. Uh, I was, I'm on that uh, website you were on, the DSA uh, website, and I uh, turned to the um, portion that is the National Electoral Strategy. And uh, the segment here is called The Organization DSA is Building. Winning the power necessary to reshape society into a more just and democratic vision will require the mass participa participation of working class people acting in their own interests. And they go on and on and on. And then I discovered this, this gem a little further down. We recognize at this moment we do not yet have the size, social base, or the militant labor movement that a major working class political party in the U.S. would require. DSA's membership is disproportionately young, college-educated, and located in major cities. While increasingly diverse, our membership is still wider than the working class as a whole, and as an organization, we do not have significant bases in black, Latino, or immigrant communities. And they're working to increase that. A coalition where the unions, churches, and other social institutions unite in a socialist <clears throat> politics and eventually into a mass organization that can speak for the whole working class. There might be five things wrong with capitalism, let's just say for the sake of argument. Number one. Maybe there's ten things wrong with it. Oh. But everything about this is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Yep. You, um, you couldn't fix any of this if you brought it about. Mm -mm. There's nothing to fix. And you, you want a, one of your demands is a 32-hour, uh, four-day work week with normal wages and benefits. Doing what? Who? Where, where are you going to work that that will just suddenly materialize? That the hardware store you work at is suddenly saying, "Hey, don't worry, everybody, we're going to thirty-two hours a week. Oh, no cut in your wages or benefits. Do I still get six? We're going to be closed three days a week. Paid family leave. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. That's all I care about. See, yep. this this works until they run out of of other people's money. <laughs> it's it's going to implode. Yeah. But they're they don't uh, they're apparently not smart enough to see that. You uh you Why? they're all college educated. You mentioned the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. The Queen Bee of the Green New Deal is uh, a woman by the name of Alexandria Occasional Cortex. Mm -hmm. And she has become so enraged mm -hmm. that she has um called on Elon Musk to suspend a parody account of hers. Well, I saw that. I because, saw the parody account. It's funny. Because people actually think it's her. Yeah. Because of the outrageous things it's tweeting out. Just like what you were mentioning. Ready? If Congress would have passed my $93 trillion Green New Deal, inflation would be 0% right now. Yep. See, that's true. Or one says, I've been gone for six hours, but now I'm back. I had trouble getting the garbage disposal running, and I think those should be banned. <laughs> if we don't move to 100% green energy soon, car emissions will kill off the human race just like it did the dinosaurs. 
Maybe now, that's is what this, happened. Is this the real this or the is a fake one? This is the fake account. Oh, yeah. But right. people are mistaking it for well, her. Because it's, it might as well be her. Right. But it's... um. All of it on here is just out of what you were just reading. I just want to tell the DSA something. Uh, Emil Lazuna, the Environmental Sustainability Director, the Environmental Sustainability Director of Michigan's fourth largest school district, recently told the Ann Arbor Public School Board of Education that the district's electric bus fleet has had a lot of downtime and performance issues. Lazuna explained the district attempt to utilize vehicles to to grid to grid interconnection which helps push energy back to the grid when buses are not being used but there is a the technology doesn't work i will say that i've had a number of colleagues in different states who are facing similar challenges he said noting the differences between electric cars versus buses for the school bus market it has been challenging in other words the buses are unreliable and they can't they can't capture the uh, electricity they're not using. Ann Arbor Public Schools reportedly purchased electric buses with a state grant. There is no state grant. That was the taxpayer's money. That was funded by Michigan's portion of a Volkswagen environmental settlement. Last year, the Biden administration announced $17 million in grants to fund zero-emission electric school buses. Uh, despite the buses' frustrating performance, uh, they are going to remain committed to their use of electric buses. I don't drive an electric bus, but if I did... <laughs> the technology and infrastructure for electric buses do not exist at this moment, according to Michigan Freedom Fund spokesman Mary Drabick. This backward approach to policy only creates more costly problems for residents as long as Democrats continue to spend the tax dollars of hardworking Michiganders, it will be the residents who truly suffer, not the environment. And real quickly, remember what Pat Garofalo told us. Mm -hmm. Uh, He tried to tell his Democratic DFL colleagues that you can't spend all this money because you have no means to replace it. Without increasing taxes, I, I'm taking you into a room. I'm showing you the graphs. Right. I'm showing you the statistical analysis. It did not phase them. So you don't think the DSA platform is not coming your way? None of this phases them. They don't care if this doesn't work. They're just going to. They're just going to do it. Yep. And they'll be ruined. Complete ruin. Meanwhile, yeah. Cool. Well, Meanwhile. so will us. Well, we'll all be ruined. Yeah. We'll all be ruined. So grill while you can. <laughs> yeah. Right now, before the world ends. Well, grill them if you got them. Grill them if you got them. Get to Grunhofer's. Load up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Weekends start on Thursday nights, don't they? Yeah, they do. And uh, yeah, you can do. get double smoked ham and the bacon and the 140 flavors of brats and the rookie burgers and the town ball meatloaf and all of the great steaks and chops. And remember, Grunhofer's beef. Is Minnesota grown its beef for Minnesota farmers? And anyone in that store, and there's two of them, in Hugo on uh-huh. Highway 61, north of Hugo, and in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. Anyone with an apron on can yep. tell you any recipe secrets you want for cooking the best meat available in the entire world. People come up here, while it's still legal to travel, <laughs> people come up here on motorcycles mm-hmm. from Tennessee. To get Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. It's just the best. 
you know it's the best. It's become a go-to favorite place of diehard GLers who absolutely have not gone wrong with any of Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. It's in Hugo on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and in Forest Lake on 97, immediately west. I'm sorry, east. That That's way. East. That's this 50, way. It's over here. East of 35. Grunhofer's. Mr. Mike Schoonover on the horn with us, this being Positive Thursday, brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Schoonover Body Works in Auto Care, located in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E. I should say the all-new Schoonover Body Works in Auto Care. How's the construction going, Mike? It's going really good, Kenny. We are. Uh, we we no longer have shipping. We're going to have shipping containers removed from the front yard. Oh, nice. We are, our parts department is open. We have occupancy in the back of the building. And uh, word on the street is is that we're going to be moving out of our mobile office trailer uh, the third week in June. Oh, that's so really close. Good. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, uh, and then the shop area will be, uh, that'll be, we've got parking and excavating and all kinds of stuff that need to be done. So it sounds like the, we'll have access to the new shop uh, sometime in mid-July. Wow, you've got to be excited. We are, yeah. Summer's here. It's, uh, we're ready to go. So um, it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of activity here. Painters, so, drywallers, electricians. Have any of your long-term uh, employees, the body guys, have they picked their new spot in the new shop yet? Have they said, this this bay is mine? Has, has that been going um, on? No, we haven't had those conversations yet. Maybe they have amongst themselves, but nothing that I've been uh, made aware of yet. Well, I don't and I'm know. I'm always that, the last one to find out. Yeah, I don't know that you need to be told. Um, you know, you're just the <laughs> boss and owner, but um, they're the they're the guys that keep this place up and running, right? <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Whatever makes them happy and whatever makes them productive. They can knock themselves out. Uh, speaking of them, do they? Uh, do you have enough guys, gals on the in the shop working? How are you doing with the personnel? Mm, that's a that, that's uh, um, glad you mentioned that. Um, we were gonna. Uh, so you know, it's I didn't want to start hiring people when I don't have a building that's done. So we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start uh, shaking the trees and and uh, recruiting. Uh, you know, service advisors. Uh, service technicians, you know, both uh, journeymen and and apprentice uh, service technicians. Uh, we're going to need some office support help, you know, people that can help out with accounting and customer service. Uh, I'm even looking for another collision estimator. So, so yeah, we're we we do have a need, and uh, and hopefully by the time uh, you know come mid July when the building is is pretty much done and into August, we'll be able to ramp up the the crew. Uh, and, um, you know, give them a nice new shiny place to work in that's cool in the summer and warm in the winter and a neat place to work. So what, uh, any, hey, Kenny, I'm sorry. Can I, can I just say if any GLers out there, you got any friends, family or, or relatives oh. that are in the auto business, please have them, uh, uh, reach out to me. Well, I know a guy, uh, I'm not in the auto business. Um, but service advisor, what's that job entail? That sounds like something KO could do uh, pretty easy. <laughs> right? You, you've got a flat tire there, ma'am. Uh, you need a new tire. Is that what it is? I can do that. 
I need somebody that's really good, has really good interpersonal skills. Oh, well, I'm out. You're out. <laughs> I'm out. Somebody, yeah, no. somebody who's happy, somebody can put a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, okay, Actually, all right. They don't have to put a smile on their face, right. Kenny. They already have a smile on their face, <laughs> and uh, and they want to serve others. That's really the bottom line of, of uh, uh, how we operate. That so, ain't me, Mike. That ain't me. You are. Um, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad we had this discussion now, Kenny, and didn't have to have that awkward conversation when he came to apply. <laughs> GLers need to know. Uh, that uh, Schoonover doesn't employ anybody like me. Nobody <laughs> like me. So you're pretty safe going there. And it doesn't matter what your car, truck, or whatever, whatever it needs, if it's uh, auto repair, you can get it at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. And we're, you know, you guys are GL's official body shop. We all go there. We, we've we all had our vehicles up to your place. Uh, and you're always rated as one of the top metro shops, SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Kenny. Have a good day, fellas. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. I hope you've done it. I really hope you've done it. I hope you've gone to the website mnmasoniccharities.org. I've been telling you about them. I want you to go learn about them. Why? Well, because they are a big secret and people don't know a lot about them, and that's why they have this campaign of get to know us right now, mnmasoniccharities.org. I can give you their phone number. You can find it on the website. It's fine. But remember, in 2006, several long-standing charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to create one umbrella organization, Minnesota Masonic Charities, with a mission to promote greater levels of philanthropy. And boy, are they doing that. Told you about their scholarship program. After receiving several hundred nominations for the Minnesota Masonic Charities Selfless Scholar, recipients from all over the state of Minnesota have been selected and scholarships are being presented. Students from Chanhassen, Maple Grove, Duluth, Worthington, Minneapolis, Byron, St. Cloud, Cathedral, St. Cloud, Apollo, Masabi, East High School, Wasika, Wabin. Where the heck is Wabin anyway? University of St. Thomas, Metropolitan State University, Apple Inc., School of Anesthesia, Anesthesia, and several other extraordinary stories of kindness. We look forward to listeners hearing more about these excellent people. And you have heard a couple already, but they're going to keep coming in the next couple of weeks. Check out their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. I want to go back to my I'm done with the Democratic Socials of America. Do it. Well, the only question that remains is, are there enough people in the Twin Cities to forestall their advancement? That's the only question. Well, we'll determine that. Uh, how will we? How concerned people are for the freedom of their children. Okay. I want to go back to my nun, Sister Wilhelmina I Lancaster. Think people are too informed, uh, uh, excuse me, uninformed, uninformed. To, to stop this. Mm-hmm. They don't do the research you did and just read to us for the last 30 minutes. They don't know this platform. It's easy to look up. Just type in the uh, Democratic but Socials of America they platform. They ain't going to do it. They're looking at um, color, race, and... I'm on TikTok right now. I'm a bit busy. Yeah. yeah. You now have morticians <laughs> gathering at the uh, at the body of Sister Wilhelmina in Gower, Gower, Missouri. She was... Uh, Let's get a, Mueller down there. He'll figure it out. A founder of the uh, order uh, called the uh, Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. Expert morticians are scratching their heads at the recent list from the Catholic News Agency. They raced to the site. Okay. 
at the recently exhumed body of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster. She died in 2019. She is in an unexpected state of preservation. Uh, the reactions come a week after the abbess and sisters of the community that she founded unearthed the 95-year-old African-American religious sister's simple wooden coffin on May 18 from the cemetery on the monastery grounds in rural Gower, Missouri, to relocate her remains to a final resting place inside their chapel. The local ordinary, Bishop Van Johnson of the Diocese of Kansas City, St. Joseph, visited the monastery Monday. Johnson, who has communicated with church authorities in Rome, about the situation, issued a statement the same day saying that through a thorough, invest- a thorough investigation was needed to answer important questions raised by the state of their body. Now, I'm still wondering why they looked at her. Jack Klein, owner of Hicks and Klein Funeral Home in Gower, who said he was present at Sister Wilhelmina's burial and issued her death certificate, confirmed that the religious sister's body was not embalmed and that the wood coffin was not placed into any outer burial container. He cannot understand how her unembalmed body is in the state it's currently in. David Hess, program coordinator and associate professor in the Mortuary Science Department at Salt Lake Community College in Salt Lake City, said if the body was not embalmed and it was still intact after four years, that throws me, he said. I would have expected the body to be decomposed, maybe not all the way down to bone, but at least severely decomposed. Uh, She has been on display in the open air for pilgrims to visit. There is no foul odor. And apparently this is important. Okay. There's no foul odor, as would be the case, morticians say, with a body that has undergone decomposition for four years. One pilgrim, Peggy Tynan of Denver, said that while praying over Sister Wilhelmina's body on May 24, she smelled a sweet and flowery aroma, which was so powerful she could taste it. A journalist from... Uh, EWTN's ACI group who visited the body last weekend also noticed no odor of decomposition. This is this is uh, this is nuts. This is the <laughs> there has been no official determination that Sister Wilhelmina's remains are incorrupt, nor is there any cause underway for her canonization. Because she's she has she got to do the five years like a ball player. Got to wait. Yeah, you got to wait for the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's no under uh, cause underway for her canonization, a formal process in the Catholic Church that can take many years. Her fellow sisters plan to hold a procession on the monastery on the monastery grounds and then place Sister Wilhelmina's body under a glass case to accommodate the many pilgrims coming to their property. I don't mean this to be uh, so smart ass, but they really have found a gold mine here. I mean, uh, no, I mean, I mean that in a Don't good way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I T-shirts. Mean, I mean, I'm, I'm going. If I'm in that area, I'm going. Right. Yeah, I'm going. I would, I would. If I was in that area, I would check it out. An open question is if how the founders, the foundress remains will scienti- be scientifically analyzed. There's no, they're unaware of specific church guidelines for how to conduct such an investigation. Uh, Bishop Johnson has been in touch with Rome. He's working on it, trying to find a process. All right. Uh, 
Well, you don't think the church has turned this great woman into a sideshow? I'm kind of with Ken. So they can raise money? Hey, come buy yourself a fridge <laughs> magnet. It seems, That's what this is. It seems really... This is standing on the corner in Winslow, this, Arizona. Such, this is sketchy as hell, man. This is not right. Well, let me put it to you this way. Come get your life-size puppet. If you... If you, if you were among the nuns at that convent and this developed, what would you do? Keep it secret? I Like they tried to in the first place, yes. That's what their initial plan was. And some big mouth, you know, made a tweet or did some stupid thing, and now the whole world knows. Yeah, that's exactly what they tried to do. Yeah, I, 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 they should have shut this down. This gives me the creeps, man. This is greasy. Matthew? Grave wax uh, is I, an uncommonly seen but natural phenomenon that encases a corpse or parts of a body in a shell of soap-like fatty tissue called adipocraire, which slows or stops the normal decomposition process, which can preserve the human remains for many years, even centuries. But they're not finding any evidence of the grave wax. They believe the unusual preservation occurred because water seeped into the casket through a crack in the pine box and brought alkaline soil with it, turning the fats in the body to... Oh, I'm reading about something that happened in 1875. I'm sorry. Oh. You, there are two so-called soap mummies, dubbed Soap Lady and Soap Man. <laughs> they were exhumed in 1875 during digging for the foundation of a train depot in downtown Philadelphia. Okay. Decades after they died, the unusual preservation occurred because water seeped into the casket and brought alkaline soil with it, turning the fats in his body, soap man, to soap through a type of hydrolysis known as saponification, according to the Smithsonian Institution, which has kept the man's remains in a climate-controlled storage in the Smithsonian's Museum of Natural History. The woman's remains are on exhibit in Philadelphia's Muter Museum. Hmm. Uh, they're not finding grave wax on this gal, sister. Hmm. Uh, Plus, the experts doubt that what was the uh, grave wax could have preserved Sister Wilhelmina's body. Supertonic indication. No foul order, no nothing. It's just that's she's... opposed to a gin and tonic interaction. <laughs> well, vodka tonic. Yes, for sure. Okay, who's lease? Uh, who's lease? Mortician Barry Lease. President and CEO of the Pittsburgh Institute of Mortuary Science said, if you're telling me that this woman went into the ground unembalmed in a wooden box with no outer container in the ground and it was not sub-zero up in Alaska, I'm telling you I'm going to start a devotion to this sister because something special is going on here, Lee said. Hmm. Now, what is the Alaska part? I don't get what that means. Meaning frozen, you know, was able to. Uh... Oh, and it, oh, and, and she wasn't buried up in Alaska. Right. I'm telling you, I'm going to start a devotion to this sister because something special is going on here. Amen, brother. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I believe. I believe there can be miracles. I don't know how they found it or why they found it. 
The Lord works in mysterious ways. I just love the fact that she beats the hell out of the sisters of perpetual corruption or whatever yeah. the hell their name yeah. is. Do you want to take one final break? Yeah. President Bush sings 80s ESPN. That would be funny. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina in the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lymans. It was on this day in 1849. Joe, like it or not, today is June 1st. A Minnesota territory was legally organized when Territorial Governor Alexander Ramsey signed a proclamation written by Judge David Cooper. All right. Uh, on this day in 1927, Harper and Brothers published the first English edition of Ole E. Rolvog's Giants in the Earth, a novel of Norwegian immigration to the Great Plains. Rolvog, a professor at St. Olaf, wrote the original text in Norwegian. Hmm. And on this day oh, yeah. in 1979... Jerry Spies departed from Chesapeake Bay in his 10-foot sailboat named... Don't tell me. I know you're going to get it. it. I see it. Jerry Spies, and he was the little thing there. Yep. Uh, well, Yankee girl. Ah! Built in his White Bear Lake garage in 1977. After a solo voyage across the Atlantic, Spies arrived in Falmouth, England on July 24, 1979. Hmm. And on this Why did day, you take that so personally? Because he remembers stuff uh, like I that. Because I remember stuff like that. I would, okay. I would know that it's Yankee Girl. On this Damn. day in 2002. Joe, today is June 1st. That's 21 years ago. Wow. The University of Minnesota Gopher men's golf team won the National Collegiate Association National Championship. Just a few months after the hockey team won the That's national right. championship yeah. in 2002. Thank you, GLers. Uh, we won't be here tomorrow, but we'll see you Monday. There will be an episode of the Garage Logic podcast available, however, even though we won't be there. Yeah. Be what? Be here? Be here? Yeah. I'll, I'll be coming in anyway. Yeah. No, Friday you're coming. That's tomorrow. That's right. Is that tomorrow? Well, tomorrow I, I think you know what? If I'm not here, I might be poking around the uh, Pod MN on my smartphone. See if there's any. Uh, Breaking record heat podcasts that are out there. Uh, if not, I'll just poke around the library and find something that intrigues Don't go poking around the library. That got you in trouble last hey now, time. Hey now. Uh, then after that, we're going to go uh, check out the YouTube page. Subscribe to Garage Logic as usual on the YouTube page. If you have not done so, I would suggest you do that. Over the weekend or anytime you see fit, you'll be entertained by some of the old videos. What about the town council? Well, that's easy. That's 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. You get a $10 Fred Lonely Hardwood and Gardens for a gift certificate. And you sign up and you are on the inside during the breaks, pre-show, post-show. We get yelled at. Six o'clock meetings.
It is that time once again where we pick up that phone. We make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again. And boy, now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up the phone and do what I did. Dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And you will always get street talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is with us once again. And boy, Josh, where to begin? But today, you would like to touch on thoughts on the debt ceiling, the Fed potentially raising interest rates again, and you're sensing that consumers are spending less now, aren't they? Consumers are spending more, but they're spending less at uh, big box retailers. We'll just hit on the big box retailers and certain types of stores. Retail is very, very tough. And it does not matter whether the retailer is Walmart, the retailer is Target, the retailer is Home Depot or Lowe's or Costco or Macy's. Very, even we're not even going to add to that, could be even uh, Dollar General or Dollar Tree. Very difficult. Macy's reported their earnings. They missed on the top line and bottom line, and they cut their full year guidance. Macy's now trading at a new low for the year. They still pay a, pay a nice dividend. I'm not going to be running out to buy Macy's just because they pay pay a nice dividend. Heck, Foot Locker pays a nice dividend, and Foot Locker's stock has gone since they reported their earnings from $40 a share to $5 a share. Big whoop. They were paying the equivalent of a 4% yield when the stock was trading at 40 Yes, they're still going to be paying or currently paying that yield, but the larger the yield, yield on a stock trading at a low that and particularly with a retail company that's experiencing slowing business, the greater the likelihood that dividend is going to get cut. Dollar General, just like Dollar Tree, missed again on the top line, bottom line, and even in their guide, you know, stores that are appealing to, I'll say on the lower end of retail or discount merchants are having just as tough a time as a store like a Target or a Macy. Now, on the flip side, Nordstrom's did, did report, and they did much better than expected. They, too, were doing a lot of promotional activity. One of the most more challenging issues for, I'll say, for retailers, and particularly brick-and-mortar retail, is shrinkage. As noticed in or noted in Target's call by the CEO, shrinkage, or call it theft, was up at Target at $500 million. Now, some people say, well, that's just a teeny fraction or a tiny fraction of their overall revenue. I'm sorry, $500 million worth of merchandise disappearing is to me a big number. And that definitely hurt consumers who are looking for merchandise, changes the way the company operates and forces the company to close stores in certain locations. So that definitely is not good. Consumers are spending, Chris, but they're spending in different areas. Areas they're still spending on is is still travel and leisure. As travel and leisure stocks, whether it's hotels, as example, cruise line and the airline, you know, have uh, still experienced pretty good growth. In terms of other shopping, well, I think people are still or could be going back online. And then again, the other places that they are spending money on is shoes and pets. So just check out companies like Six Sporting Goods, Deckers, Crocs, Skechers, just to name a few. And then there's, you know, with Pet Chewy, 
reported. Now, that's, that's a package that we get at our house, I would say, every other day. The box from Chewy comes and provides nutrition and snacks for our two dogs, Henry and Hooper. Those uh, huskies do eat a lot of food, and they do have a lot of energy. Well, we have one, just switching gears, we do have one house that's passed the uh, debt ceiling bill. It now goes to the Senate, and hopefully you get something passed for June 5th, which would be next Monday, and that would be a big relief, at least, to, to the credit market. And then the next worry, of course, is going to be the Federal Reserve and whether or not they're going to continue to raise interest rates. Odds are, in my estimation, odds are that the Fed continues to raise another 25 basis points on the back that the jobs numbers are coming in better than the Fed would want, and salary increases or salary growth, wage growth is still there showing inflation. So the hawks on the Fed could win out. I do know that there are several Fed governors plus the Fed chairman who have been talking about pausing in June or skipping a meeting on whether to raise interest rates and wait till the July meeting, wait to see how, see the effects of their efforts have been on the economy. But the Hawks keep saying at least another 25 basis points. And when they do pause, maintaining that high level a lot longer. And that would be indicative hurting, we'll say, boosting yields and hurting bond price. I am not a bond buyer, would suggest the same to you. Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.